Pardon the interruption, but I'm Michael Obama. Tony Alex Trebek says 80-year-olds tell him he's hot. I'm Tony Kornheiser. They won't text me back. Oh, well, you know, and these are big young. texts. I mean, this is, these fonts are so big, you can see them from across the street. How is Alex Trebek? Will we get, guess? Let's I'm going to guess Alex Trebek's 73. What are you going to take a shot at? I'm going to go... 74. I'm going to go... You're going to go higher? You're going to go under? I think it could be 72. Uh, not much under. Okay, so that's not... Uh, I mean... In that Betty you're trying White... To, you're just trying to ace me out on I'm the trying price to ace you well. out. Yes. No, so we'll get it in our ear at some point. Okay. I'm going to... What did I say? 73? 73. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Serena loses. John Gruden likes Kylan Murray. And James Harden looks to light up the Knicks. But we begin today with day four of the no-call that put the Rams in the Super Bowl and left every Saints fan seeking legal redress. Today's update is that two members of the competition committee, John Elway and Stephen Jones, are poo-pooing the idea of replay on pass interference. Elway told The Athletic, quote, you can't replay every pass interference. It won't work, unquote. Will Bond, you love Elway. Is Elway right? No, I, I don't think so. Nobody's saying you have to review every play. But let me just go back to Stephen Jones for a second. Yeah. Stephen Jones of the whining Jerry Jones father-son duo. Because when they had a catch that wasn't ruled a catch, they bellyached. I'd like to use another word, but I can't in the family hour on this okay. fine programming. Okay. They bellyached right. until the catch rule Change. was de- redefined. That's right. So the Jones boys need to shut up. Okay. There's no need to listen to anything they say. How about Elway? Because if that had happened to the Dallas Cowboys, what happened to the Saints on Sunday, the Jones, Jones boys would be up in arms. So Elway, you don't, you don't have to do it every time. But you have to find a way with all this technology out there to satisfy people at home mostly and then secondarily the teams that you can't have this. What is true about sports today is that we have the technology to get everything yes. right. Yes. So you have to get it right. Now, I'm not saying you have to get it right in the first quarter of week four. But I'm saying if you're in a playoff game where the winner goes to the well, Super Bowl, the you, you have to do it in the playoffs. Yeah. You have to you do it in the last that. five minutes of the playoffs. All the time. You have to do it. And there's another part to this, too. What? Roger Goodell has to stop hiding under his desk. And he has to stand up and he has to say this. <laughs> I don't care about the competition committee. I'm the commissioner of this league. And our fans have a right to know that the right team is going to Super Bowl. And you know what, Mike? What? People talk about how it will expand the game into four hours. In playoff games, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You have to you get it right. In the plus. We agree you have to get it right. By the way. I started off this angry on Monday, and you were fanning me, telling me to calm down. Here we are on Thursday now, and you're screaming out of your mind. You know what? A, I don't care anymore. A, it's Wednesday, Wednesday, and two, at my age, it takes me a while to get, get the it, momentum get going. It up. Yeah. But it, it's, this is, they're yeah. both wrong. John Elway's wrong. wrong. Maybe he doesn't care because their team stinks and can't get the playoffs. You know, it's unbelievable. These guys can't even put themselves in the shoes of Sean Payton and the Saints. Sean Payton's on the competition committee, so he and Elway will cancel each other out. Goodell, it's Goodell's move. Man, you you got Goodell under the desk. I like that. Let's get to the feel-good news from Major League Baseball, Tony. Mariano Rivera became the first player ever to be unanimously elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And he was joined by the late Roy Halladay, Mike Messina, and Edgar Martinez. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are still way back in the pack. Yeah. So do you have any issues then with the inductees or those once again given the stiff arm? So I have no issues at all with Mariano Rivera, except as I told you yesterday, if I was voting, 
I'd have voted no to keep up that quaint well, tradition. Because he would have Thank God that tradition's over. By the way, now that that tradition's over, what do you think this is going to mean? Is Derek Jeter going to go in unanimously next year? He might very well go in unanimously. He certainly deserves he to go in unanimously. The other people I had as borderline, I didn't necessarily have them in, but I talked to Richard Justice today of MLB.com. He covered Messina. He said Messina is absolutely deserving. He said Edgar Martinez is one of like the 30 greatest hitters of all time. And he said of Halliday, he said of Halliday that he had a 10-year stretch from 2002 to 2011 with both Toronto and Philadelphia, where he was 170 and 75 with a 2.97 ERA and two Cy Young. So he had to go. So I'm going to yield to Richie on this. I'm going to yield. Yield to Richie? Yeah. I sat here yesterday and told you that Messina was plus 117. Not plus 95. You like? Plus 117. You like plus 117? Can I ask you a question? Because if you like plus 117, how would you like plus 170? Because Roger Clemens is plus 170. Let's go to that. Let's go to that. They have to be in. Bonds has to be in. Clemens has to be in. You put it on the plaque. There are people who use steroids who are in the Hall of Fame right now. There is this incredible watering down through expansionism of the Hall of Fame where, where a million people get in all the time. Like you can't have a Hall of Fame without them. Oh, you can. It's wrong. You have a Hall of Fame now, and they're not in it. It's wrong. And you know what, Tony? I, I don't vote for Baseball Hall of Fame, but if I did, and I was of just a hardcore opinion that I would try to keep from voting for any of the cheaters... But I would stick in. by that. But maybe the, I mean, maybe maybe certain guys voted didn't Mike, vote for them too. Barry Bonds is a seven-time MVP. Roger Clemens is a seven-time Saw Young. They have three years left in their regular voting so, system. Okay, they let's, get let's, down. let's roll it forward. I think they'll get in. I think by the I think last year. They're going to go from the 50 percentile where they are. Because it, it requires the, 75. The voters skew a little bit younger as time, time goes on. Yeah. And they are used to steroids. It's common for them. They understand it. Apparently, there's an NBA basketball team in Memphis. They used to regularly make the playoffs with Marc Gasol and Mike Conley Jr. Now they stink, so those guys are on the trading block as Memphis has decided to shed payroll and rebuild. Well, a bunch of other teams make substantial offers for the 33-year-old Gasol and the 31-year-old Conley. Yeah, I think so, Tony. Especially, I'm looking at, okay, Conley. What could the Los Angeles Lakers used to sort of vault themselves. You need a point. And I do mean vault just from guard. like 9 or 10 to get mm-hmm. to the third or fourth spot and have home court advantage in the first Big round. Big time point guard. Mike Conley. Mike Conley is that. You think Mike, you think LeBron wouldn't like playing with a veteran, a younger veteran than him, but a guy who's sort of battle-tested and a guy who's had big games and made big shots in his life. What would you unselfish. give Memphis in return? Well, I'd probably have to return a younger point guard who's in the second year of his career. Lonzo Ball. And I might have to eat it later. But, but LeBron James has got three more years, and then he could have two more, and that's it. Yeah. It ain't going to be forever. So you want a young veteran that LeBron could trust, and I think Mike Conley feels the So what's back. interesting to me was I was not thinking about Western teams, and then I thought that there is a team that could use a point guard like Mike Conley, San Antonio Spurs. Yes, I think that too. would improve them. Sure. I was looking at the East. Because he's from Indianapolis, I believe. And Indiana's point guard situation is not like Indianapolis. You know, I mean, th- and that would take a lot of weight off Oladipo, who probably has to yeah. do a little too much. I right also now. thought that maybe a team like Toronto could use Gasol. I mean, unless Gasol has fallen off the face of the earth, which is possible. No. But that they could use a guy like Gasol. I, I mean, I, I think there are a lot of people out there in the East, because the East is winnable. Because LeBron ain't in the East, so the East is winnable this year. Philadelphia? I think they're set. I don't think I don't think you can. If you bring Conley into Philadelphia, what do you do to Ben Simmons? He's not high maintenance. 
Yeah, but Ben Simmons likes the ball in his hand. Yeah, he does. And Joel Embiid likes the ball in his hand all the time. No, but Joel Embiid, I bet, would like the way Mike Conley delivers the ball to his hands. I'm just saying, I think they're, they're a team. They can't look at themselves as a Jimmy finished Butler product. Jimmy Butler would be so young. angry at Conley. Jimmy Butler would say, either get him out of here or get me out of here, as Jimmy Butler attempts to be on 12 teams in the same year. Conley, Lakers, best fit? Good fit. No, I think Indiana might be the best fit, but it's good fit. Going good home, fit. Going home for him. Yeah. Did you stay up late enough to watch Serena lose in Melbourne last night? I'm always up. And you are always up. Except like 9 p.m. She was up 5-1 in the third set. Couldn't cash in on four match points. Of course, Serena sprained her ankle at that point and couldn't win another point on her serve and committed eight unforced turnovers. Eight. Not only did Serena refuse to call the trainer, she said afterward that Carolina Pliskova played some of the best tennis Serena had ever seen. Tony. Was Serena Williams being a little too magnanimous in her assessment of what happened? 100% too magnanimous. So I, I, watched, I watched her roll her ankle. Didn't really understand why she didn't call the trainer out. I mean, because that's she, she, she that's said later. She said she just hates the act of calling out the trainer in general. That she just doesn't like to do it well, anytime. we can talk about that later. Oh, look, I can't figure her out. But I watched it enough to know that routine shots were coming back to her. Routine shots. And she was hitting them right into the net time after time. That is choking. By any imagination, any stretch of the imagination, it's still choking. And she's a great, great, great player. Best. So for me, it, it's sort of like, well, what are you doing? And the only thing I could think of was last year at the U.S. Open in the finals when she had a meltdown. And she was criticized so routinely by so many people. Maybe she said, I'm not going through that again. I'm not calling the trainer out. I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm going to go out here and try and play. But but as as the phrase goes, it was on her racket. 5-1. Five, 5-1. One. Five, one. You don't... 5-1, greatest champion. 5-1 losses with Serena Williams. No. You know, Tony, the one thing I wonder about is she's at this point, not everybody is Tom Brady, which means dying to win late, 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 late in one's career. She's out there playing. I know like, Serena's out there playing, but now she's, she's, she's had a baby. She's become a mom. I, I think, I think, and I know there's one person she, she trails, the great Margaret Court, in terms of grand slams overall. Is it 23 to 22 at this point? And Margaret Court played and won a bunch of Australian Opens when Americans didn't even travel. Nobody traveled. That's right. And Margaret Court was like, uh, it was a walkover every time she won those things. So what does Serena have to prove? Maybe she can't get herself to the frenzied Tom Brady point did you where see she's got ankle? to win all the did time. Did you see what she did? Yes. She, you I was hoping that she'd call the trainer. you, well, you got to call the You can't call it choking. She stayed out there and gamely played on a bum ankle. And hit shot after shot after shot into the net. You could have made those shots. You were, weren't you a big-time tennis player? Nice to be able to make those. John Gruden, whose Raiders went 3-13 and 13 this season, is at the Senior Bowl surveying players who might end up being one of his three first-round draft picks in April. Kyler Murray's name and height has come up, and Gruden said, quote, I used to think height mattered a lot until I saw Drew Brees twice a year in Tampa. Then I met Russell Wilson coming out of North Carolina State, and now I'm watching this kid Murray coming out of Oklahoma, and I'm putting away all the prototypes I once had. I used to have a prototype for hand size, height, arm strength, all that stuff. Now we're looking for guys who can play, and they come in all shapes and sizes, unquote. Wilbon, would Gruden be wise to draft Murray? I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, Gruden says stuff at this point. It just, it's just, it, it, it doesn't matter. Because this is a guy who traded Khalil Mack. And he traded Amari uh, Cooper. Amari Cooper. I, I, I don't, Gruden, what he says doesn't matter. Build a team. I don't care what your quarterback is. He can be as big as Frankenstein or he can be Muggsy Bogues. I, I don't care. Yeah. Just get it done and stop trading away future Hall of Famers. So 
he might not be that guy. He might. Doug Flutie was 5'9 and completed a lot of passes in that league. So maybe Kyler Murray will do it too. But let me just say this. You want him to go play baseball. I do. Kyler Murray ain't saving the Oakland Raiders. He can't even save them from John Gruden's stupid deal so far. So I would think if I read anything into this, I read into it that maybe John Gruden is not thrilled with Derek Carr who has four years and $80 million left on his particular contract. The thing about Kyler Murray, the, what, I love the phrase or the word measurables. The biggest measurable at the combine is going to be how tall is he exactly? Is he 5'9", five, 5'9 nine, five, nine Is he 5'10"? Is he 5'10 and a quarter? But when you are that height, you didn't arrive at that height yesterday. Right. He'd been a quarterback for a while, and he's learned how to throw the ball. He never lost a game, Harvey. Right. So he, he can lose. throw it sidearm. He can throw it over. He knows how to deliver a pass. Can he save he can the Raiders? Or this time next year, will we be saying, wow, Kyler Murray's going to go to spring training because he's sick of John Gruden trading away Mike, every talent a, they have. A, in football, a great quarterback can save any team. You told me that the, 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 the Derek Carr was great two years ago. I apparently was wrong. Apparently. Let's take a break. We're coming up, James Harden has averaged 50 over his last four games. What's he going to drop on the Knicks tonight? The Knicks ought to be angry. I mean, the Knicks should be angry hearing him talk all that junk. Zion Williamson went 11-13 to 13 last night. What percentage will he end up shooting for the season, Tom? There are small quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield's not that big, and he looks very good. He can't right? save the Cleveland Browns by himself. And the interruption is brought to you by Domino's. Order online and track your order. Johnny got a toy golf set when he was three. And from that day on, he was hooked. All he wanted to do was golf, golf, golf. He'd be on the links before school, after school. All he ever wanted was to go pro. And then, one day, when he was holding his grandson and thinking about his 12 handicap, Johnny realized it just might not happen for him. But you know what did happen for him? He switched to Geico and saved a bunch of money on car insurance. So that was good, and so was hanging out with his grandson. It's time for the game that paved the way for nationwide sports betting. Over-under, what do you got for me? Sure about that, paved the way for sports betting. Over-under... 50 points for James Harden in the world's most famous arena tonight against the Knickerbockers. So the Knicks stink. And because it's at the Garden and Harden knows this is his only time in the Garden all year, I think he's looking for a big number. I think 50 is in play. Mike, I think 60 is in play. But here's my but. What? I think that, that, that Fisdale goes to his players and says, please, just show me some spine. Don't let him kill us for 50 or 60. So I am actually going to go under. I want to go under. I was right the last game. It was under. It was 39. It wasn't close to 50. And I'm looking at the players the Knicks are going to employ against Harden tonight. Yeah. They include Emmanuel Moutier, Kevin Knox, Tim Hardaway Jr. All-stars all. Alonzo Trier. Those last two guys are scorers. They don't really defend much. And Nilakina, the kid from France. That's like we got nearly a half dozen guys in there. None of them is making me think... So you're going to go Rodman. over? You're going to go over? So I'm going to go over I'm because he big. wants to I know. get 50. I'm just, 50's he a wants big it. What's next? Over. Over under. Sixth seed in the West for the Los Angeles Lakers. So at the beginning of the season, you know, I said they would win 50 games, which yeah. I figured would put them about third. How's that working for you? Well, it's not working really well because, you know what? I didn't know that LeBron James would miss 14 in a row, the longest consecutive amount of games he's, he's ever, ever missed, missed in his career. They've got 34 games left. I think they can win 20. I think that gives them 45 wins. Now, 45 to me is sixth, and I can't push. And I'm not going to go to fifth. I'm not. So I'm going to go to seventh or eighth, which means I'm going 
over. I was looking at a formula like you. Yeah. And I got them getting to 46, which is... That's one really, more. First of all... That means they win 21. He can't go back out of the lineup, right? I can, no, I mean, I can't miss another game. stay in the lineup. Can't, can't have more DNP rest. I got them winning 46 games and finishing fifth in the tough, tough, tough... So you're, go- you're going under, whereas I'm going I'm over. going better. Okay, yes, that's under. I am. That's under. That's under. I'm going that's under. What's next? Over, under. 65%, the final field goal shooting percentage for Zion Williamson this season. So he's at 67% now. And my inclination was to say, now that you're in the ACC schedule, things are going to get tougher. But in fact, in the ACC, ACC's not great. 69.7%. Fire. Yeah. He doesn't miss any dunks. He doesn't miss much close in. If he'd wander out to three where he doesn't shoot that I think well. I he was over two there I, last I night, I would have right? a chance. I thought he had three shots. I don't, okay. But I don't see him standing out there Worth and popping. All right. Much against my better judgment, but because I do think he's a man among boys at college, I'm going to go over. over. I'm going to go over. I don't want to go under for this reason. For the same reason we just saw all of those crazy, stupid 54, 51 games eliminated in the NFL, we're going to see those games and those shooting percentages. You think defense gets better? Because even teams, desperate teams, trying to get into the tournament, and the ACC is going to have several. Who's the best They're going defensive to play better team defense. in the ACC? It's Virginia. Virginia. He killed. Virginia. He's got to play at Charlottesville. He, he hasn't done that What's yet. Next? Over under five hits for Ichiro in his comeback. Okay, so Ichiro just signed today a minor league contract with the Mariners. The Mariners. He's forty-five years old. Last year, he took off to work in the front office. He's coming back. The Mariners open in Japan, two, two games. games against the A's. That's his home country. I think he gets five there. I think he, this is what I think he figures. I get five there, so then I can DH for at least a couple of weeks you know, before they, they throw me out of here. I think five is such a little amount of hits, and I don't believe Ichiro would go out there if he could no longer make contact at all. So I'm going to go over. I think he'll get enough hits in Japan, four, to be left in the lineup when they get Back. Back. Not to be left in and Japan. So, he's, no, he's not right. going to be left in make Japan. Sure. It's Ichiro, and he's going to get 10, yep. 15 hits. You know how many hits he had last year? Hanging up. I'm going to say he's going to get 20 hits this year. you know how many he had last nine. year? He had nine. nine hits. That seemed like a lot of hits to you. Depends and yet we're bats. both going over. He had like 205 we're both. Year. You know what his total is? But he'll do like more in spring four. training this year. Right? Over, under over. is now over. Let's take one last break, but still to come as Andy Reid... Yeah, my boy, Settled I like on his next defensive coordinator. Got rid of that one, didn't he? Keep rushing three on Tom Brady. Yeah. See how that works. Could Tennessee lose tonight just two days after becoming the new number one? You didn't have that number one. You had Virginia. I get Virginia number one. My vote right now would be Virginia one, Tennessee two, Duke three, Happy time, people. Happy 83rd birthday, Jerry Kramer. The great right guard of the Green Bay Packers, the man who led Bart Starr into the end zone in the famed Ice Bowl game in 1967, was finally elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year after far too long a wait. Kramer's book, Instant Replay, written with Dick Schapp, was the first inside football book written by a current player. It stands with Jim Brosnan's The Long Season and Jim Bouton's Ball Four as pioneers of that literary genre. It's just kind of scary to know they were on the verge of losing all those great players, ranking tours, storytellers, unparalleled, right? You got to Absolutely. know them. Absolutely. Especially Jerry teams. Kramer. Absolutely. Happy anniversary, Clay Thompson. 
On this day four years ago, you set the NBA record for most points in a quarter when you dropped 37 in the third against the Kings. This is impossible, right? You can't get 37 in a quarter. You can't go for 13 for 13, including 9 for 9 from 3 in a quarter. Is no one guarding you? He's the most underappreciated player in the league today. And Wilt, in his 100-point game, had 31 in the fourth. That was his big quarter, 31. Happy trails to number 14, Buffalo. The Bulls were beaten by a layup in the last second by Northern Illinois last night. These are the Buffalo Bulls, not the Buffalo Bills. And this is what happens when a small college team that has to recruit for the long haul, okay? Five of their top six scorers are seniors. That doesn't happen in big-time D1. That floor shouldn't happen in big-time D1 either. What are they doing in DeKalb? These are near my people. This is... You know, 80 miles from Chicago. You don't like clutter? Get that floor. I like Northern Illinois. Get that floor out. One error. Alex Trebek is not 73, what as is I he? said. He's not 72, as What I is he? Said. He's 78. Ooh. Respect. Respect. Ooh. Let's go to the big fish. Let's do it. Larry Fitzgerald, who is your boy, yeah. will return for a 16th season. Your thoughts? Larry Fitzgerald's one of the great receivers of all time. And I just wish he'd have a chance to get to the playoffs one more time that he's coming back. I, I wish that. Cliff Kingsbury, big-time passer guy. Doesn't that help? help? Steve Spagnola is reportedly the favorite to be the next defensive coordinator of the Chiefs. Good choice. He was a coordinator for the New York Giants when they beat the Patriots, so we're 18-0 at that point. So he ain't going to rush three no, around the edge of Tom Brady. Not. Dennis Smith Jr. returned to the Mavs. He scored 17 in a win over the Clippers. Is this the end of his drama? I don't understand the drama. I hope it is. I fear it isn't. But they, they need him to be something right now, don't they? Dirk, speaking of the Mavericks, will be in the three-point shooting contest. You like that? He was the champion in 2006. I'm not a math major. What year is this? You think Dirk can't get his arms up to I, shoot? I want him to. I don't know that he's still a great shooter. Last one, number one Tennessee at Vanderbilt tonight. Are you smelling upset? Tennessee was number one like in 2008. You know they lost to? Who? 2003. They lost to Vandy the game after they went number one. Will history repeat itself? No. They're We're out of time. Trying to do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. Peter Pilling of Columbia University. Yeah.